Hey everybody, welcome to Listen Money Matters. May the APRs be ever in your favor. My name is Matt and I'm here as always with Andrew. Andrew, how are you this morning and what are you drinking? Uh, I'm great, man. I just got back from vacation. You I am did. so relaxed. And so, so tan. And you're getting tanner now because <laughs> the sun is directly on your face. I know. it's, But you know, the, the Mexican sun is so much hotter, I, I don't even think I feel it. Really? Yeah. But I, but I, I want to tell you, I'm drinking quite the fancy beer. Right um, now? Yeah. I mean, I'm on vacation, so right, it's right. okay if I drink at 1025 a.m. Is it 5 right? o'clock in Mexico? <laughs> it's, it's, it's 1125 in Mexico, so it's still before noon. Okay. But uh, I'm off. And uh, this beer, my mom went to Germany, and she brought me back a bomber. It's Konig von Flanderen, um, and it's one liter, and it just says Drunkel on the front. Drunkel. Drunkel. Why, you know what that means? Yeah, it's what I call my uncle when he drinks. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God, you're so clever. That that wasn't even pre-written. That was just good. (laughs) You're just good like that. And I I didn't taste it yet, but... uh, I'll I'll do do it on the air. Mm. Very foamy. Ooh, it is very smooth. Yeah. All right. Oh, that's, that's good. Well, speaking Sorry. of uh, speaking of drinking, we are going to talk today about not drinking, but stuff you ingest. We're going to talk about frugal eating and cooking today because uh, I happen to be uh, an amateur chef of my own right, and I am very – and I'll tell you everything, and I want to discuss with you, uh, but – of course, before we get started, if you guys have questions about personal finance, you know where to send your questions to. It's listenmoneymatters at gmail.com. Email us. And we also want submissions for catchphrases at the beginning of the show. We're always reading them off. May the APRs be ever in your favor. And that was by PCGeek04 via Twitter. So thank you, PCGeek. That was and, terrific. Yeah, we really want to hear from you guys. <laughs> so please send in your uh, catchphrases via Twitter, at Money Matters Man. And also send in your questions to uh, listenmoneymatters at gmail.com. So let's get it started with frugal eating and cooking, right? Mm. I want to describe to you what I do. And, and I, I forget. I had this conversation with somebody recently. Oh, uh, I don't remember. But they, they, were, they were asking me. Oh, it was my cousins. So I went to a, a, my cousin uh, graduated from nursing school. And they were asking me. What do I eat during the day, right? Because right. I work from home, so uh, I get to choose what I eat, and I cook everything that I eat. And you told them flavorless pellets, right? <laughs> I told them, I told them just lettuce, lettuce, and I drink out of a water bottle. But that's actually not that far off from what I actually do eat. So every single morning, I eat scrambled eggs with frozen spinach that's cooked, of course. With wait, wait, a, do you, is the yolk included? Yes, of course. All right, because yeah. I did egg whites when I was on a diet, dude. That's flavorless. Butt. No, and but. you know they say stuff about cholesterol and how you shouldn't use that many. Dude, forget that. I feel fine. Have you ever tested your cholesterol? No, I'm sure it's fine. <laughs> All right, no, no, so, so no, maybe. Uh, actually, you know what? There's a uh, there. There is such thing as good and bad cholesterol. Yeah, and, my uh, dad has has some bad. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so there's a website that I read frequently, and it's called Nerd Fitness. And it's nerdfitness.com. You got to check it out. And actually, we're uh, we're trying to get Steve Cam. The uh, he runs that website. We're going to get him on the show to talk more about you know being healthy and wealthy and uh, all that good stuff. But he wrote an article recently, shit. and I'm actually looking for it now. Uh, it's about cholesterol. Here it is. 
Is Cholesterol Killing Us? A Beginner's Guide to Cholesterol. And I'll include this in the show notes. Uh, but it's on Nerd Fitness if you want to look it up from May 22nd, 2014. And it was super enlightening. And there's a lot to learn from there. I won't go into it. I won't go into detail about it. But yeah, I use egg yolks. I use three eggs, right? Mm. And I get the brown ones because I'm a hippie. And I get, uh, <laughs> and I, I don't spend a lot on them. I, I mean, I, I think they're like two ninety nine a carton whatever uh, i use three eggs i scramble them i take frozen spinach and i cook that with roasted garlic that i buy in a jar mm. why and, not fresh spinach uh well i do fresh spinach sometimes and that's sort of my treat so i'll explain <laughs> what would i do there but that's my breakfast right and then i drink mm-hmm. coffee and i buy uh, a coffee called one village um okay. and it's and i make it with a french press and that is my breakfast right Mm-hmm. Then I eat dinner. Wait, wait, wait! But I mean, it's frugal eating cooking. So, how much does this breakfast cost you? Do you think the breakfast costs me about? So, all right, I'll, I can actually do the math. I'm gonna do the math right now. So, for the spinach, the spinach is a dollar forty nine a bag, right? Mm-hmm. And I get three breakfasts out of that, right? So, divide right. that by three. That's forty nine cents for. I get fifty cents basically for. The spinach, mm-hmm. the roasted garlic is two ninety nine a jar. I probably get two weeks worth out of that, so that's fourteen wow. days. Yeah, uh, so that's about twenty cents. So you're looking at what seventy cents? You said fifty cents for the first one, right? Yeah, so seventy so cents. Se- yeah, and then the scrambled eggs, which is two ninety nine a carton. I do three, so that's f- divided by four. So that's seventy five cents. Shit, dude. Yeah. That is my So breakfast. that's that's like a dot was at a dollar 45. Wait, it was 70 cents plus 75 cents, I think you said. Yeah, a dollar 45. All right. So basically a dollar 50 for breakfast. And that's like a super healthy breakfast. Super healthy breakfast. Uh now I eat the same exact thing every single day. Most people claim they can't do that but and, and i just want to also mention that it's a dollar 45 for breakfast but it's not like you're shopping at the homeless guy in the corner no you're I, going you're going to whole paychecks i'm going to whole foods <laughs> and buying that yes yes that that's a very fancy expensive supermarket and i'll tell you what the the spinach is the key because the spinach is what keeps you full because of all the fiber that you that spinach has and iron so i don't know about the iron part but it does have fiber and it does I can li- I can survive and not be hungry for hours, like m- like four to five hours. Now, uh, what I do is in order to film. Now, I only eat one other meal, so I only eat two meals a day. Okay, most people think that's crazy, and that's where I got like. I also think that's crazy. Yeah, that's where I, my cousins were like, w- because w- when do you fit in your burrito? <laughs> I, I I don't eat burritos. <laughs> uh, I eat for for dinner. Right, so I have breakfast and I have dinner. I do not eat lunch. Now I'll mm. explain how I am I'm able to space this out correctly because is, there is a science sort of to it. Uh, but for, is this paleo, by the way? Is that what this is called? Uh, I mean, the, the stuff that I'm eating would fall into the paleo system, but I am mm. not a paleo dieter, no, because I oh, okay. will eat bread and like I, I don't. I, I follow this really strictly during the week, and it's not because like I'm always trying to lose weight, but that's because I always have to try to lose weight. I am I just do not like if I eat one bread, if I eat like a single bread, whatever that may be, a slice of toast or something, like I am mm. immediately gain like eighteen pounds. 
I, I do want to say, and I want to. I'm remembering what you were talking about because yeah. I want to go back to the to the science of your timing. Mm. But um, I was reading this article on vacation. I did a lot of reading, and it was on That's paleo. Yeah, and um, they were talking about carbs, and they said that uh, it, it's a misnomer that all carbs are bad. They said processed carbs, yes, are bad. But yes. but. Otherwise, well, you know, I mean, like beans have carbs in them, and and even everything has carbs, really. I think like rice isn't processed, you know. No, but it, it's genetically modified. So if you're on that camp, uh, I'm not all rice, of course, but mm. there's some rice that's genetically like minute rice. Dude, everything is. Dude, your spinach is genetically modified. I, I, t- it's not. I, it has a no. Has okay, a, how do you know that? Because how it has a GMO that? label on it. Dude, do you know what Monsanto is? You mean Monsanto? I have absolutely Mon- no. I, I like yeah. to say things like like when I pronounce my beer, I like to pretend like I'm from a different country. Right? Yeah. No, uh, Monsanto. I do know who they are. I don't want to so, get in that discussion. I really uh, just want to say that their whole thing. We're not getting into a whole discussion, but they're a basically a genetic seed company. Yeah. I know so if are. you need like hive, I know you know, but well, they're not, not everyone. They're, know. they're not. They're they are a uh, they they're the makers of Roundup, the weed killer. And they created no, no, but the, I, I was an investor in them. I sold their uh-huh. stock to get my apartment. I did very well because they're very profitable. Uh-huh. But um, it's like if you want higher yield corn, yeah. and maybe it's resistant to ladybugs or whatever the hell eats corn. It's resistant to the weed killer that they created. But but the thing is, is yes. Yeah, so I'm sure they do stuff like that. But there's also they. There, there are legitimate re- like uses like yes. locusts, yes. like anti-locust apples or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, so they do do that stuff. And I would go so far as to say that most farmers are getting seeds from them. And I don't think that it is a bad thing. But I, I just want to kind of say that it is highly likely that your spinach probably came through, you know. Well, it has a GMO label on it because I buy it from Whole Foods. It's the Whole Foods brand. Okay. So it's uh, no GMOs. And, and what is GMO meaning? Oh, genetic genetically mo- modified right. organism. Uh, not going to go down that road. Uh, that's a whole different topic, and it really has nothing to do with money. And um, but personally, I try not unless to you eat. invest in them. I personally try not to eat <laughs> genetically modified foods. Perfect. Per- personally, but that's okay. again, I'm a hit. So that's pretty good for a dollar forty-five. G- GMO dollar, free. Yeah. Uh, GMO free. Super healthy. Keeps me full long. Right. Mm. Then I eat dinner and well, my. I want to. I want to do my part in not sidetracking us because you're going to explain how you space the timing out. Yeah, and I'm going to also talk about other things too. How do you can save money around? And I promise I'll interrupt you in the middle of all of those thoughts. Okay, fair. <laughs> uh, so I then eat dinner, which mm-hmm. is salad, and my salad is two bags of salad. Uh, and I use the bag. Must, must you enunciate the T? Uh, well, I use the, what T. Salad, salad, salad. So I use, excuse me, I use um, bag salad just because it's easier for me. Uh, but I used to cut, you know, romaine lettuce and iceberg lettuce and mix it all up in a salad spinner. But uh, the bag stuff has worked out so far, and I'm fine with it. And I use one cucumber, and I cut it directly down the center, and then I cut it in half, and I peel off only uh, every other layer of skin, so that it still has like the green dark skin on the top. And I uh, mix it, and then I grill a chicken breast that I also buy from Whole. All this is from Whole Foods, by the way. Mm-hmm. And I uh, make a salad with a balsamic dressing that I also buy from Whole Foods, but it has no sugar in it, like specifically, and it's like one of the best dressings. 
that I could find that didn't have sugar in it. So, so this is not like balsamic vinegar. It's a balsamic vinaigrette. vinegar. Right, right. Right. So it's like a little thick, and it's like it's thick and vinegary, and uh, it's not. I wouldn't just use balsamic. straight up balsamic vinegar because I don't like straight up balsamic vinegar. Oh, okay. I don't like straight up like balsamic vinegar and oil dude like i love it, it. i would, I I would like, drink it until i got a belly well me too i mean i like it but i just i find it to make my set i don't know i like the i like what all the spices and the garlic and stuff in it i like the mm. dressing anyway so that is my entire day is those two meals now the salad costs more because the chicken costs more the chicken i buy gives me like six or seven chicken breasts for 20 bucks which is not terrible mm. uh i buy the family pack so it lasts me all week and I grill it on a cast iron pan, and I finish it off in the oven. And I uh, so I grill it every. I grill a fresh piece of chicken every single time I make my salad. But I I put two bags of salad in a giant glass bowl, cut up the um, cucumbers, wrap it in you know saran wrap, and put it in the fridge. And I get about three bowls per giant bowl. Hmm. So and I wrote an article about this. Um, and, you know, when I do that, I lose a substantial amount of weight, and I feel fantastic. Like, I feel good. Now, uh, some might ask, like, aren't you starving because you're only eating twice a day? And the answer is no, because uh, – and, and there's, a, there's I have some theories. Because you don't have any physical activity in your life. Well, I don't have any physical activity, but I do try to walk every single day, even if it's just around the block. I do do push-ups every day. As part mm. of my, it's on my Lyft app, and you should download the Lyft app. Uh, so I'm trying to build this habit of at least doing. I started off with 10 push-ups a day. Now I'm at 15 push-ups a day, and I'm slowly working into some sort of weight, you know, strength training program uh, for myself. But I, I, I hate working out, so I'm trying to do it little bits at a time and kind of working my way up. And I feel like mm. I'm, I'm. This, I did the same approach with money. I did like little bits at a time, and then got you know built like a little habit, and then kept you know expanding on like once i established that habit i was able to build on top of that and be a little bit more ambitious you know so that's mm. why i didn't really invest until a year later after i started like the first thing i had to do was get rid of debt and you take get your little, shit in order yeah and, little steps at yeah. a time which i think is important if you try to like completely overhaul your entire diet or your entire financial situation you're well, setting yourself up for a disaster i'm gonna, I'm gonna go failure. out on a limb and say that if if any person listening or, or me or whomever try to eat like you mm-hmm. are doing now, that would be dramatically changing yeah. how we eat. And because not I, I eat three meals. Yeah. I last night uh, we kind of, I landed from Mexico, you know, with Laura. We flew in mm-hmm. and uh, we ordered a large pizza. Yeah. And we just we demolished. And, and here's the, the thing, like in the on the weekends, like I drink beer, I drink alcohol, which is a which basically destroys me uh, weight wise. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, like, it, it just, I gained so much weight when I drank and I, uh, you know, I'll eat a pizza. I'll eat a, you know, like over the weekend, I think I had a, a wrap and I had a, wings. so you're not like militaristic about it. Like on the, on the weekend is your only well, thing or is where I really go nuts. But I mean, like last Thursday I went and had sushi, which I mean, you could argue is That's healthy, pretty healthy, but, but I mean, even, maybe but the, the rice, rice is, yeah. but yeah. So, uh, the, but, the, but the way I do it is now I work from home, so I have like, I can time things properly. And I don't have the peer pressure of having to go to lunch. And I don't have the, um, you know, hey, we're all going to lunch. Do you want to go? 
and I got to say no. And and I when I when I did work, I had to get out of the office, so I used my lunch break to like drive really far to go to See, lunch. I, I think that's the thing. It's like it's not even that I'm pure pre- like I actually usually don't want to talk to anyone on lunch. I want to go on lunch, yeah, that's and I have no human contact yeah. and just do my own shit. But like I I leave and I eat because it's like part of I guess the the process of avoiding people. Yeah, and I did, I used to do the same thing. But um, so I don't eat breakfast until about eleven or twelve in the afternoon, or even ten, like between ten and twelve. So I I generally get a late breakfast. Now that doesn't mean I get up at those times. I get up at like seven eight o'clock in the morning, uh, and then I. Go and do something. I don't just watch TV. I go and do something with my brain, right? Whether it's getting ready, you know, I'll get to get a shower. Uh, I'll, you know, go on the computer and do something. Uh, if it's driving to work, whatever. Occupy your mind because when you occupy your mind, you won't like you don't concentrate on being hungry, right? Because you are hungry right. when you wake up. Then I eat breakfast. Then uh, because of the the spinach that I'm eating and the eggs that I'm eating. Uh, so I'm getting protein, I'm getting vegetables, leafy green vegetables uh, with fiber. I can last until 6 o'clock until I have to eat again. And that's a, it may sound okay, crazy. Okay, okay. Wait, wait, wait. So, so you're having three eggs. Yeah. Like, uh, it sounds like not that much spinach. No, it's a quite, yeah. I mean, it's, it's like maybe a cup of spinach. Maybe. It sounds like, yeah. yeah. Okay. And then, and then what was the other piece? That's it. Uh, and then, garlic. Oh, garlic. Garlic. Garlic yeah. is like not even, there's no like sustenance. In no, garlic. it's just to add flavor to the spinach. Yeah. So that last, and what time did you eat breakfast at? Did you not listen to anything I just said? No, no. I, uh, I just reiterate. I, I eat breakfast between 10 and 12. Oh, did I lose you? Damn you, Skype! Fuck. Yo. All right, that was fucked. So, uh, uh, you you have breakfast between. No, hold on. You sound like shit. Dude, you make my job so hard, Skype. Not you. (laughs) I can't see you. You can't. Oh, oh, because I, I, that thing turns off, whatever. Yeah? Mm -hmm. It's good? Mm -hmm. Can we continue? Yeah, so reiterate. Yeah. Okay. So uh, my my Skype died. Uh, sorry about that. But um, what what I was the the thing is because you have three eggs. Start, and like a start cu- again. Start again. With what? Just start from something specific. Okay. So um, th- this is what I don't get because you have uh breakfast. Yeah. Uh, at what time again? Ten to le- ten to ten to twelve. <laughs> 10 to 12. Okay, so you have breakfast at 10 to 12. Yeah. You have three eggs yeah. and a cup of spinach. Yeah. And you don't need to eat anything until 6. But you work all day. Yes. You do things. Yes. And you and you even said that you, you get up from your desk and you do try to walk. I do. I don't, I don't know if that's to your bathroom or No, no. I walk to Starbucks and maybe get a coffee and read a book. Uh, I'll walk around the block just to get out in the, the sun and 
maybe come up with come up with some ideas and brainstorm. But I try to walk. Because I, I was watching this video with Laura, and it, it was um, I, I forgot the, the title of it. I'll have to look it up, and I'll put it in the show notes. But uh, they're talking about like the value of the meals and how like they say, eat breakfast like a king. Eat lunch yes. like a prince and yes. eat dinner like a pauper, mm-hmm. right? Because the most important meal is earlier in the day. Mm-hmm. And it sounds like to me that you eat like almost nothing at breakfast and it lasts you for, I mean, seven to eight hours. So my theory is that if I – because I do this so often, my stomach and my body has become used to like, hey, this is all the food you're going to get. So you got to make it last for as long as possible. Like it, I, I feel like my stomach is shr- shrunken a little bit, and it's and my body's saying, you know. And I don't know if there's any real scientific evidence to prove that or not. I'm just speculating and theorizing, but uh, that's what's happening. So then I eat again at like five or six, and then I go to bed. Right. Uh, wait, so at what time did you go to bed? I go to bed at like midnight, eleven to midnight. All right, so that's that's a long time to yeah. be. I mean, so I don't. Get I'll tell you what. Food. Sometimes I'm not a snacker. But. Well, sometimes yeah. I mean, I try not to, but I love it. Uh, but sometimes you know, I'm hungry at before I go to bed at eleven thirty. But I'm like, you know what? I'm just gonna muscle through this because when I'm asleep, I'm not hungry, right? True. And then I wake up and I'm not hungry. Like I wake when you wake up. Like sometimes I'm starving and I will eat, but sometimes I'm not starving and I don't eat. So the other thing is, um, you know, this whole idea of like you don't need to eat three meals a day. And I wrote, again, I wrote an article on this on on uh, Listen Money Matters, and I will put it in the show notes, but you don't need to eat that much. I mean, like, dude, I mean, Gandhi went weeks without eating, and he was fine. I mean, he's dead, but he's I was going to say, he's dead, dude. He's dead. Yeah, but he died of old age, I think. So it's And like, did you see the pictures of him? He looked deathly skinny, dude. Yeah, dude, he looked great. That's what I want to look all, like. All the be... all the girls were like, "God, Gandhi's so hot, dude." Was... You see, you see that spine bone he has and his <laughs> veiny arms. I I know, but look, you don't like. We don't have to eat that much. Like we can eat that much because we live in a country where it's like food constantly. Watch TV, Arby's burgers, or whatever. The fucking <laughs> all right, shit all right. Out there. So I, I will say it's it's extreme here. I was watching Colbert last night. Yeah, and they was talking about the, the the new Dorito brand. Oh yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. I saw that it's one. Dorito Jack. Dorito Jack. And they don't even tell you the flavor of it. It's like so retarded. He's like, this is something I could put in my mouth. Yeah. Mm. And he uh, tastes he, like, like salt. And he eats it. He's like, yeah. He's like, it tastes like salt. And he's like, I'll finish this later. And like, puts the chip back into the bag. He only eats a smidgen so, of it. Look, but, like look. It, it's ridiculous, but. You know, you if you cut that crazy shit out. But I want to go on to something more money focused. So I obviously I did my preaching about what I think people should eat. Um, look, I love eating. Like eating is my favorite thing ever. Like I love pizza. I love sushi. I love all the crap. I could eat a bag of chips in one sitting. I love eating, dude. I love it's, it. It's of the joys of my life. However, um, I'm the kind of person who doesn't want to have health problems because having health problems uh, costs money. So I don't take any medications. I'm proud of the fact that right, I'm, I'm going to be honest that I want to be healthy because I don't want to die. That I, too. I don't care about uh, the look, money. And I always say like regardless – like when it comes to health and wealth, health wins every time. Health is mm. always more important. Always. Because without yeah. health, you can't spend your wealth. So what's the point of having it if you're – in bed sick all the time and you know i don't i'm a guy who doesn't get sick i've kind of always eaten healthy but have always been heavy so i I, you know i I, but i feel like i'm healthy on the inside and maybe not so much on the outside but you know whatever uh it is what it is everyone's different but to get on a more uh 
money-based situation on why I think it's what I do. See, what I do costs very little, right? I call. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't spend that much money to eat, and I'm shopping at Whole Foods, right? So, can I get those same ingredients cheaper at other places? Sure, I absolutely can. But personally, I don't want to, right? I want to buy my stuff at Whole Foods. I feel safe buying my food there because it's just I know I'm getting the the best that's out there. What do you you got a smile on your face like you want to say something and you're because like, because you were talking else. about when it's it's not health, it's money and the whole thing. Yeah. And I, I remembered this bar in in the city that it's an awesome bar. It's called the Ginger Man, and it has oh, like I've been to the one in Dallas. Okay, so they, they may be the same, and it has like a million beers yes. on tap, yeah, and they're all a, like super chain. awesome. Yeah, okay. And I don't know if you noticed, on the top of the bar, there's a quote written out. Which is? Um, so I, rem- uh, I, re- I don't remember it, but I know what you're talking about. So I, I, and I think it's roughly paraphrasing because uh, they, they kind of paraphrase it, but it's from the author who wrote the book, The Ginger Man, and it's, when you don't have any money, the problem is food. When you have money... It's sex. When you have both, it's health. And then uh, I think that's that's he kind of like nipped the quote there. But I thought it was interesting because like when you don't have any money, you're hungry, and then when you have money, you want sex. And anyways, right. So I don't know. I, I felt compelled to share that. Okay, fair enough. Uh, the thing is, and I'm going to write an article about this, and I don't want to go on the tear right now, but I have a real problem with couponing. Like personally, I know you have like a vendetta. I am going to, I am going to tell you that couponing, like certain, fo- especially no food couponing, is the worst thing you could do. Now, uh, I'm, I'm not going to go into it, but I'm going to say that here's the thing. Here's the reason why I say that is because I buy the food that I want to buy and I want to eat. Right? I do not buy eggs because they're on sale. I buy eggs because that's what I want to eat. No, imagine this. Imagine this. Say you you watch Colbert like every night, right? I watch Colbert every day, yes. All right. And I don't know if, it, if it's the same where you live, but where I live, I have no choice whether I want to get that freaking newspaper filled with coupons. Mm-hmm. Because And if I don't take it like ever, it stacks up to a pile of 20. Like right. the, the guy just keeps giving it to me. So imagine if you took that. And while you're on the couch listening and watching Colbert, and you just look to see if there's a coupon <laughs> for, like eggs. For, for eggs or spinach, and then you but save you money. You don't pay for that newspaper. No, dude, pay for that newspaper. Like they, it's like litter. Like they, it's forcefully. Le- I mean, what happens? They leave it at my door, and if I don't throw it out, eventually I will not be able to enter my apartment. Well, I'll tell you what, Whole Foods doesn't have coupons anyway. Not that I'm aware of. Really? I mean, that, I don't. They don't. I don't think they have circulars that go out in the paper. You know, they're not trying to, you know, sell a bunch of Chef Boyardee, you know. So my, my point is, is that I, I had friends who would coupon on Sunday. They would, you know, go buy a dollar newspaper or a 50 cent newspaper, or whatever, cut out coupons. And they would buy stuff based off of what the coupons said were on sale. So if there were uh, a sale that every can of Chef Boyardee was a dollar, they would go buy like 25 cans of it because it Chef Boyardee lasts forever. And... <laughs> You know, they would always have it. But I, I thought, like, why would you – if you don't – if you're not going to eat it or just going to sit in your cat, like, why even have it? Why even store it in your house? Mm. That's stupid, right? Just right. – I, I don't – you know, and that's – I'm look, I have my own issues with it, but it's like I'm not going to go buy food. And my dad used to do this too. He used to buy food just because it was on sale. He would go to, uh, 
you know, Sam's Club and buy the giant jar of mayonnaise, the hilariously <laughs> oversized jar of mayonnaise, because it was cheaper than buying, you know, volume wise, but you know, than than the smaller jar. But and now it's like you difficult have to, to use it. It's like takes up the whole dinner table. Right. But now to... you're forced to eat an entire vat of mayonnaise, which is not good for you in any way, shape, or form. So. I mean, besides that, it's made with eggs, but I'm sure there's a bunch of other crap in it that's terrible for you. It's Hellman's, for Christ's sake. But there's... I'm uh, sure at the bottom of the jar of... The gigantic jar of mayonnaise, there's like a coupon for like diabetes medicine. Yeah, or for more mayonnaise. (laughs) Uh, It's just, you know, it's it's just... I think, uh, you know, you should should get into... I mean, look, again, um, I don't want to go into the cooking sex... the cooking segment of what I wanted to talk about, and I really didn't get into it too much, and I don't want to feel preachy, uh, but when it comes to cooking, like, I have every cooking utensil there is on the planet. I, I've been collecting it over the years, and I, I use maybe three or four things cooking-wise. I use, there's two pans that I use, mm. uh, a giant pan, a small pan. I use a cast-iron grill. And I use uh, one spatula, one uh, rubber spatula, a regular spatula, and that's pretty much it. You What's can that make stuff that they put on pans that helps like shit not stick to it. Oil. No, no Teflon. Uh, Teflon. Are they well, Teflon? No, no, they're not Teflon. I use glass coated. Um, they're white. They have their pans, but they have a white interior instead of a black interior. Huh. And now Caflon makes them. Uh, you're gonna see them. They're gonna be more popular. They're more popular than Teflon now. Sounds look. Sounds like it would look like an eye pan, dude. It, it very cool. They're very cool looking pans. Nothing sticks to them. They're great. Uh, it, they're the best thing, and they're not expensive. So they're ceramic and glass. I'm hmm. telling you. And there's no problems with Teflon. Uh, I have one that's made by Atrium or something like that. Starts so with an A. I'll put it in the show notes. Uh, but. It's great. And I also had one that's gray made from uh, the Hinkle, the people that make the knives. Um, mm. Dude, this pan I have is 29 bucks. I use it for everything. It's 13-inch. It's small, but it, I use it for everything. Okay, so how many times do you go to the supermarket? Once a week. Once a week? Yeah. How much do you spend? 50 bucks. Hmm. I'm just one person, though. Right, right. So, um, and that's all my food. That's I mean, that's like that'll cover the weekends too if I decided to stay home. So, what what else are you buying beyond what you're eating for breakfast and dinner? Because it sounds like per meal, it's super cheap. Mm-hmm. However, when you look at it over the course of the month, you're 200 a person. Mm-hmm. Laura and I are 400 total mm-hmm. for the month, and we're not nearly as lean as you are. Remember, I am. I'm buying stuff that's more expensive. I mean, I'm buying, you know, and it's because I'm going to Whole Foods. I'm paying more money for it, but I'm I I want to pay more money for it because food should cost money. I'm sorry, but if you're buying twenty five dollars worth of Chef Boyardee, that is not food, friends. That is not food. Food <laughs> comes out of the ground and it is made from animals, and it's. It's it's gonna cost money to get the best of the best. It's gonna. I'm sorry, and I I've made this argument with friends, and I said I don't care because I get made fun of for shopping at Whole Foods a lot, mm. and I could tell them I tell everybody to go fuck themselves. I said I'm gonna be the one without the doctor bill at the end of my life, and you guys are gonna be suffering in in hospice forever. And now I, I, I've, that, obviously that's extreme, but I don't know. I feel better 
I feel better. And it's not a it's not a pretentious thing. It's not like I don't want to be pretentious about it. I, I like shopping at Whole Foods. I don't like going into my South Jersey shop right and having to deal and, and and watching people. Dude, what do you have against ShopRite? Dude, I have so much against ShopRite. Why? Is that Why? I and that's that's all right, look. And how is it different than Whole I mean, I know Whole Foods well, has fancy like waffles. You can't buy fucking lucky charms at Whole Foods. They don't have lucky charms at Whole Foods. It's a it's it's go, it's pure go, now all right, I'm going on this tangent of health. It is pure <laughs> it's pure garbage. Okay, um, so so the reason you like Whole Foods is because they don't carry lucky charms. It's because, because I'm sorry, they, carry, like, they carry food that is that is. If you don't eat cereal, what difference does it make if they carry Lucky Charms or not? It's not. That's not, my, my point's not that. It's that you know uh, they just carry the better ingredient. Like, look, I'll give you an example, a very simple example. I went and got refried beans at Shoprite. A can of refried uh, black beans, actually. Okay. Because uh, I like I like refried black beans in a burrito that I was making a while back. When you look at the ingredients on that, aha! Can, so you do have burritos. This is way back, and I, yeah, All I right. love fucking burritos. I love them. When you look at that can of refried black beans, it had six ingredients. I can't even name half of them. Right? I'm like, okay, and that was the only can of refried black beans I could buy from Shoprite. I go to Whole uh, Foods. Uh, okay, I, I, I go to Whole saying. Foods. The can was cheaper by a, a cent or two, mm. but the only ingredient was black beans. And salt, like black beans and sea salt. Now, to me, I'm like, I can't get that can at ShopRite. I can't, I have to eat the refried beans that are packaged with all this extra shit, which I don't know what it is. Mm. I don't, and yet, here's another can from Whole Foods that's a cent or two cheaper that is just exactly what I want. It's black beans and sea salt, and they're free, and they're, you know, they're fried. Why, why is that? Like, it's obviously, it must cost more money or less money or whatever. Why do they have to add those extra ingredients? That alone was the reason I said I'm never shopping at ShopRite again. Not to mention that when I go to ShopRite, I don't like looking at people load up their cart with frozen pizzas. I don't like looking at that. I don't Mm -hmm. like looking at just people who are like, they're fat and they're complaining at the front counter and then they're putting up cans of, you know, soda on the, on the. So I I have to say, because I'm actually very skeptical and I also want to be a dick, but uh, it's uh, it's actually a very good argument uh, because I can't imagine. And I'm not like a food. I, I love eating food, but I don't think I'm as knowledgeable as you. Uh, I can't imagine that stuff is good for you. No. So, so my question to you is: um, Do you own stock in Whole Foods? I don't, but I would absolutely. I would say you maybe you should buy it before this episode goes live. You're right. I should. (laughs) Uh, Here's the thing, too. I, uh, you know, I I have a lot of cookbooks. I do enjoy cooking. When I when I date it, I would make epic meals for you know my girlfriends and my friends. I used to have dinner parties when I you know lived in my own house. I I love cooking and i i don't when it comes to cooking i'm not frugal at it like i'm not a frugal cooker uh but i mean i am i have been recently but like when i when i want to make stuff for my friends i i go all out you know and you're saying it's like fun. Frugal and frugal cooking is is not buying the the other things like you you go i remember there was an episode where you were literally explaining in detail like you grab with your right hand right. from the shelf as like you do like a leap and grab from you know but i also want to say like 
when you have dinner parties, it's and you know it's a lot cheaper to eat at home than it is to go out with your friends to dinner. So, mm-hmm. and, and you know, having the skill of cooking, whether you want, you know, it's it's an asset to you to save money because you. St- and, and the other thing is, one of the assets that I, I like from it is. I can go to my parents' house who have a pantry full of food and they well, they used to not so much anymore but they have like, you know, a pantry and you can go they have a pantry raid so you could go in and say, "All right, I got this and this and this and this. I can make this." So you mm. can start using stuff that's been in your pantry forever and turn it into something that's edible for the night or or, or something that's really good and having that skill, you know, is important to, you know, save money. So m- me and my friend are going on a uh, a road trip and we, right. we, we do, we, after talking with Travis Sherry on that episode about travel hacking, mm-hmm. I, he got an Airbnb place in Colorado. Badass, Yeah. Dude. So, we're, so we're staying at a place that has a kitchen. It is 0.1 miles away from a Whole Foods. <laughs> and he said to me, hey, man, um, you know, I, I'm cool with eating in, in, at home like every night and then going out drinking later. He's like, we'll save a ton of money. I go, I agree. Now, both him and I can cook. So that's like if you if I didn't know how to do that, that's not an option to me. But because oh, wow. I, that's a really good idea. You know what I mean? So and here's a couple of cookbooks. I will recommend uh, Tim Ferriss's Four Hour Chef, even though like for me, I read it. Uh, I, I can I kind of know how to do a lot of the stuff that they, he talks about early on in the book. But if you're new to cooking, it's a great book. It's a great does it, book. Does it have recipes yes. in it or just kind of – oh, so, so it has recipes mm-hmm. and it explains like how to approach cooking. Yeah, like how to cut yeah, how to it, cut vegetables. You know, it's, a, it's actually interesting uh, because I, I, this is not planned at all. Like we were just like, hey, we're going to do this episode today. Yeah. Last night I was talking with Laura about cooking mm-hmm. and I don't know how to do it. And it's not because I don't know how to do it. Like I can't put a pan on a, on a fire with some oil and like, you know, fry something or whatever. Yeah. I, I don't understand why the salt is added or, or why it's one clove of garlic and not two cloves. You know, I, I don't, and you it's, know, the it, thing it is, is I'm very, I'm like a very scientific or, or rather I'm very, um, yeah, I, le- I follow directions to the T. Well, then like, I measure better- shit out like a, the most anal person in the world. I can't grasp it because because cooking is so much more flowy. It's- yeah, well, no. So you'd probably be a better baker because bakers have to follow strict, you know, strictly what the ingredients are because then you can really screw something up. But mm. cooking is. It takes practice, and you got to keep doing it. So, um, I'm. I, I was talking to somebody the other other day. Uh, I am an omelet master. I am. I can make an omelet in like sixteen different styles, right? Mm. Even like the the really classic French way, which is which is a skill that's apparently very hard to do. But I've been doing it since I was like six years old, or as long as I've been allowed to use a stove. So maybe like ten. I've been mastering the art of the omelet for years, and now it's like I can just do things. You know, I can just – I just know. At, at a certain point, you know exactly how much salt to add. You know, you just like a pinch or, you know, the more you do it uh, and you more you cook the same things that you like, the better you get at it. And I, and I ad-lib everything. Like it's not like I, I very rarely follow directions for, for recipes, but when I do, I follow them – to a T and you know what you know in what areas you can like you know 
you can a lot you know well, how do you want to say it like embellish you know right, right. you can you just you start to know you know what works and what doesn't work and it just takes time and practice and you know you got to get the basics down and once you get the basics down you can so, go and look do those like things. if you read Tim Ferriss's The Four Hour Chef mm-hmm. uh, and you said it gives you the basics yeah like you, the, the first recipe like- the first recipe is scrambled eggs. Huh. Well, yeah. okay. Look, so because I don't know, I, I really legitimately don't. I I haven't done. I I would go so far as to say I can't do it until I learn. Well, you have. Do you Laura think too. that I could do, uh, like, it's a totally tied in. Do you think I could do like frugal eating if I like read his book, and I want to cook for Laura, um, you know, something healthy but not extraordinarily expensive. Yeah. Do you think like after reading his book, I could pull that yeah, off? Yeah, absolutely. You yeah. sold me the book. Yeah, I have it if you want it. I mean, you can borrow it. I'll bring it up tonight. I, I was going to say, yeah. Well, dude, absolute. That okay. would be awesome. Yeah. Because, I mean, look, there are sections in the book where he talks about, you know, hunting and, like, cooking stuff on fire. Like, mm. how to how to skin a deer. <laughs> you know, sort of like, there's <laughs> it's crazy. And then he goes into a scientific, which you might enjoy. Mm. Like, like gastro, or I think it's called gastronomy, gastronomy. Uh, it's, uh, how do you, uh, the, I forget yeah. how to say it. Whatever. Uh, but like using liquid nitrogen to make stuff, and they have a restaurant like that in New York. It's like yeah. gastronomical science. Or yeah. So, so, yeah. Well, there's a whole section in the book about that. So like they teach you how to make uh, these Bloody Mary gels. So it's like you you put this red gel in celery sticks, and it's mm-hmm. like a Bloody Mary like gel. Oh, what? Yeah, it's great. You got. To, I'll bring the book tonight. It's it's cool as hell. It's huge too. There's so much stuff in there. And he talks about how to make the perfect cup of coffee and how to make tea and all this. He's, it's freaking amazing. It's amazingly set up. So uh, I'll, I'll definitely bring that up. But, yeah, I want to wrap this up. So um, that's it. And if you guys have questions about this stuff, I'd be happy to answer some stuff and tell you a little bit about what I do. I mean, if it's any, if anyone's really interested in it. <laughs> but, I, I look, here's a, to wrap things up, I think uh, you should be – you should you should l- invest in cooking. You should invest in learning how to cook, I think, because mm. – uh, hey, if this was, you know, eating out damn expensive. Dude, if this was like 600 BC and you were by yourself in the jungle or something, you'd be screwed <laughs> if you didn't know how to do this stuff. You know, you'd yell, "Mom, mom!" Or, or you know what? I had a friend who I lived with. Uh, he didn't know how to cook. Everything he ate came out of a box. Everything he ate was frozen meatballs in a box, and that that sounds. And gross. you know, come on, like common sense says that can't be good for you. Also. Mm. There's an t- an article in Time magazine that just recently came out, and it, the 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 cover says "Eat Butter," and it's a and it's, I mean, that's a terrible title. Well, there was a whole war against butter, and they're like, "Have margarine." Yeah, and margarine it turns out margarine's word. worse. Yeah, I just suggest uh, to read this article if you can get your hands on a copy or if it's online. Go read this article; it will open your eyes. If you're, you know, for me, it was just you know, reinstantiating what I've already known and what I've been Open your eyes up, butter is not like No, it's not just about butter, and that's why the title of it is kind of shitty. It's not just about butter, it's about fat, and how Mm. fat isn't, you know, this bad What we thought it was. Yeah, right. Just go check that out and learn how to cook. Tim uh, Tim Ferriss' book is, is really good. And uh, I'll try. I'll try to include some other stuff. And, in the and show since notes. everyone's running on a treadmill right now, um, you're putting in the show notes. There you go. And also, <laughs> uh, you know, Candace will put some stuff in there because me and Candace yeah. have some, you know, similarities in that field. So, all right, that's it, guys. So thanks again for hanging out with us. And if you got any questions, of course, you know to email us at listenmoneymatters at gmail dot com. And look, 
Uh, we've been getting a ton of reviews on iTunes, and we are shooting up the charts, and that is fantastic. We uh, love you guys. Yeah, so please leave a review on iTunes or Stitcher or wherever you listen, and if you do, let us know by emailing us that you left a review. We will send you a copy of our book, Mastering Mint, uh, and some other fun stuff. That we can and we have in. this cool thing that we're cooking up that you will also get, and we will not say what it is. You said you cooking can o- up. I mean, well, okay. See, there we go. Pun intended. (laughs) No, it's not food related at all. But um, we will send you this thing. uh, But you will never know what it is unless you get it in the mail. We're not going to say. We'll see. It's it's pretty cool. Uh, It was Matt's idea. It's very clever. I want to read a uh, a review that we got. This one's very long, so bear with me. Uh, And this is a guy who uh, I've been talking to on Twitter, and uh, his it's his Twitter account is at c r w n y c. And his title is Money Wisdom from the Wise Guys, five stars. I've gone through all the episodes since the show began and continue to look forward to each new one. Like so many of the great financial podcasts, shout out to Shift Radio, these guys are great to listen to and bring in relatable financial knowledge. However, unlike Shift, Stansberry Radio, and many of the other financial podcasts out there, these guys start from the basics, the very basics. And he elongated the word very. Uh, They talk about their finances, budgetings, even down to our tens and tens of dollars. 401ks, buying slash renting a house, things that make strong financial sense, and things that in hindsight may have not been, may have been less ideal financial slash life choices. These guys seem to be far more open and approachable than my closest friends and even my family members when it comes to money. And I think that's the point. I love that sentence right there. Yeah, it's a good one. Even the most savvy can pick up a little knowledge or at a minimum some good banter from every episode. Lastly, I think the best part of the show is that there are simply no excuses for inaction, no blaming others, no complaining about the economy. These guys just start with the notion we're admitting that we're our own problems, so let's figure out how to turn this debt-ridden mush into gold-plated muscle. Hashtag America. (laughs) (laughs) And finally... Be sure to reach out to these guys because they do enjoy ongoing engagement with their listeners to point just under creeper, quote unquote, status, LOL. Cheers, fellas, and keep working them assets. Thank you at CRWNYC. That was fucking terrific. Isn't that an amazing review? Yeah, especially because he, he totally called us out and how we're creepers with our, uh, <laughs> with our listeners. He did. <laughs> <laughs> so, guys, uh, just check out Betterment. Go to listenmoneymatters.com slash Betterment. We'll give you $25 if you no, sign up. Well, well, Betterment actually emailed me. They, they changed it. Oh. So it's, it's, not, uh, it's not $25. Um, if you sign up for Betterment, they actually waive the fee for, I believe it's uh, one to two months. So you basically try it like for free. Oh. How much is the fee per month? Depends how much money you put in. Uh, if you're under ten thousand dollars, it's well. That's not as good as I thought, but it's still better than nothing. I'll tell you what. Uh, last month, a single listener, mm-hmm. uh, when they signed up for the account, they put in a hundred and fifty thousand dollars into Betterment. Whoa! So they their savings for the first month were redonkulous. Um, I believe it scales down to point one five percent. So if you do the numbers real quick, that times point one. Oh, sorry, zero. Sorry, they they saved. Uh, oh, divided by twelve. So I'm doing the thing. They saved eighteen hundred and seventy five dollars. Wow. Yeah. Cool. So 
I mean, that's obviously an extreme example, but um, they're also pretty well off. So for people less well off, it, it is equally impactful. So it's not like it's a bad thing. Um, it's actually probably a good thing, especially if you're going to put a, a, a meaningful amount of money in. Cool. Uh, also, check out our website, listedmoneymatters.com. <laughs> and that's it, guys. Thanks for listening. And uh, we enjoyed hanging out with you. And we look forward to the next episode. So uh, later, Andrew. Later, Matt.